0: Welcome to Beauty Uncut the podcast. I'm Kayla
1: and I'm Shania and we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty.
0: Today's podcast is all about skincare myths and scaries but first happy new year. Happy new year. I guess it's the first official podcast episode for 2023.
1: Yeah so what did you do for new year's? I
0: actually just went to a really small bar in Wynnum where I made every single person basically listen to our podcast. <laughs> I just grabbed their phone. And I'm like, hey, follow our podcast, <laughs> just leave a five star review. And then I made them go and follow our Instagram. So that's what I did.
1: Yeah, I saw all those followers come through <laughs> on New
0: Year's. Just one after the other. Yeah, what good job. You, yeah, just awesome. out here networking for us, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? I had bubble tea and I went to the Art Gold Coast Art Centre and watched the fireworks from there. It was actually pretty, pretty like, good or pretty no, boring, unentertaining. Oh. Like it wasn't. As I feel like that's nice your vibe as... though. That's definitely yeah. It was pretty chill. You
0: going and just getting bubble tea and yeah. just sitting and chilling is yeah. you. Me yeah. going to a random bar in the middle of nowhere is also very me. So yeah, you know, same old us this yeah, year. Same old us. <laughs> I also dyed my hair brunette. If you can see, I just thought. I don't know, I'm just going through this transition period over this week, it seems, and I'm like, whatever, I don't really care what I look like. Didn't wear makeup yesterday, which is very like a shock horror to me. I love to, you know, have a tan face. And then I just was got to the hairdressers, didn't even know what color I was going to go. I almost wanted to do that TikTok trend where you have like two pieces of paper and you have to randomly pick, oh, you know yeah, that one? You have yeah. to pick like what they do. Anyway, she was like, let's just go brunette. And I was like, okay, let's oh just do it. So yeah, I'm currently brunette. Come six weeks time, I'll be back to blonde, I'm yeah. sure. I did tell her that. I was like, I'll be back here in six weeks, going mm-hmm. back blonde. So just prepare yourself.
1: I like didn't recognize you the first time I saw you this morning I know I was like you we were sm- walking past and I was like oh
0: I, know, I like smiled at you and you were just like kind of staring ahead I'm like can she not I see me I actually
1: didn't recognize you <laughs> yeah
0: I didn't think you did because I was like why is she not like looking at me like, properly
1: I don't know it's like so much darker than it usually is so I just I saw you come out the door and I was like oh is that like is that her random yeah, new girl was, yeah <laughs> but yeah it was just me it looks cool though I like it's it cool It's
0: a for, vibe. yeah I, I kind of like wanted a slight bit warmer, mm. but I don't know. That's I like okay. it. Yeah. Love just, it. An, just a new thing. <laughs> so today's topic is skincare myths and skincare scaries. I thought I came up with the idea of skincare <laughs> scaries and then I Googled it and I didn't. But basically <laughs> if you've heard of Sunday scaries, it's kind of like that overwhelming or kind of like anxious feeling when you go on a Sunday before you go back to work. And then mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of like you know skincare like skincare scaries if you do something bad yeah anyways whatever (laughs) so yeah let's chat about our skincare scaries yeah
1: all right you start with your skincare scary okay so my scaries are they come from personal experiences with clients not myself okay the first one I have is slugging with Vaseline I just think vaseline is just way too occluding on the skin and i get the whole i guess idea of slugging and to just build up that barrier of the or skin prevent trans-epidermal yeah. water loss. Yeah. yeah but there are i guess other products there yeah there are way better <laughs> ways to do it than doing it with vaseline please do not i've seen clients who've done this with their skin and they've just their skin's overreacted it's broken out it's just way too much to do it with vaseline so please don't do that <laughs> What's yours? One
0: of mine is wearing makeup to bed and I, not going to lie, have done this very, (laughs) I I know, it's very rare for me. Like I will be so drunk. I'll come home at 3am, not know where I am and I'll typically (laughs) still wash my face at least. But there have been a few times that I have slept in my makeup Mm. and my skin honestly just goes to shit after one night Mm. of sleeping in my makeup. So don't do it.
1: Yeah, I actually, I think I have once and- I'm not going to lie, my makeup still looked really good in the morning. (laughs) You're like, I woke up feeling great. (laughs) But but it's so bad for the skin. Just all the bacteria build up, like obviously you're going to break out because of that.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think I read Kim Kardashian once said if she doesn't have time to get her makeup Mm -hmm. done in the morning, she will sleep in her makeup and just kind of sleep with her back on the bed and just like face up. And then she wakes up and goes.
1: Oh my God. I just could never. Anyway,
0: I mean, I have, but like could never. Yeah. What's your other ones?
1: So my next one is doing peels at home, but not knowing anything about peels. I think, I guess as therapists, we know what to use for what condition. But a lot of my clients and what I've seen is that one particular situation was where a client used the ordinary, this red peel. I I don't know what the name of it is, but it's not even available in Australia. She literally got it online and it's not available in Australia because it's so strong And my client's skin was so sensitive and irritated. I couldn't even do a proper skin treatment on her because it was just- Too irritated. Way too like red and irritated. I cleansed her skin and it was- Freaking out. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh my God, what did you do? And it was that. I've kind of done
0: something similar to myself. So do as I say, (laughs) not as I do. But I kind of just went too aggressive with my peel at home. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, yeah, my skin can handle Mm it. I gave myself epidermal sliding. Oh, I've never given, no. I've never really seen epidermal sliding before until I did it to myself. And I was terrified. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of agree with that. Like even therapists at home, like just, you know, be careful.
1: Yeah. Did you get any like redness or like pigment from that? No, I like scabbed my, it was just, it was so <laughs> bad. Yeah. So I had like raw
0: skin and then mm. it scabbed over mm. and then eventually my skin did look good but mm. it did take a while to get there you know
1: what I have had sliding from when I had my brows laminated once and they must have left the chemical on for too long uh-huh. and like it literally burnt it was, my skin oh so it was like a chemical burn yeah. yeah yeah so bad oh.
0: a few others of mine would be, I guess on the home treatments is at home needling. So I know there's like this massive trend at the moment of getting the doctor pens Mm. and doing your own skin needling at home, but one, they're not regulated needles. They're not TGA approved. The depths aren't correct. And if you're not qualified or trained in skin needling, you aren't to know what depths to go for which area of the face so you Mm. can end up causing more damage to the skin so that would be
1: a scary for me Mm. I think with the whole like sterile area thing as well because you're literally creating micro wounds in the skin if you don't know what the proper protocols are to do skin needling you can cause way more issues with you know infections and more breakouts and stuff like that as well
0: Yeah, I agree is it my channel? I actually have no more. <laughs> I, oh, well, I have another three. <laughs> cool. So go ahead. Mine is only single cleansing. Uh, even when I was kind of, obviously, when we do a podcast, we kind of research the internet, even though we know. Mm. But there was this one that said, you don't have to double cleanse. And I'm like, mm, "I disagree with that. I think everyone should be double cleansing because even if you're not wearing makeup, your first cleanse is really good at effectively removing like your sunscreen, your moisturizers, your products from the day, like mm-hmm. any dirt and debris from yeah. the day. And then your second cleanse actually effectively cleanses your skin mm-hmm. so that your products that you put on afterwards can penetrate better yeah. in the skin. So that would be I'd probably say that's one of my number one series. I'm like, why would you not? Like, I don't feel clean unless I'm doing literally three cleanses. Literally same. I obviously wear makeup. Yeah, same. My next one would be at-home remedies, like lemon juice and toothpaste. I remember earlier (laughs) on in the podcast, we spoke about our friend Paige used toothpaste as a spot treatment. And I'm like, why would you just not go get a spot treatment? Like, it's not good for your skin. It can create like a, like a surface, like chemical burn. Same with lemon juice. I know that's super popular to put on your skin, to lighten pigment. I know you're like looking at me like, God. <laughs> like, oh my God.
1: I actually think I might've done this in high school. I'm not gonna lie. But it can burn your skin. Yeah, I and actually- And create skin sensitivity so much. I have something to add on that. I saw this TikTok of this girl. <laughs> Another one about TikTok. This girl who was out like, at the beach i don't know if she was in bali or something and had a drink that had like lemon in it and so she had it all around her mouth she was out and about and then the next day she had all this pigment around around her mouth because of the drink that had lemon in it because it's acidic yeah Yeah. wow
0: and then my last one i guess this isn't too popular in australia but i know it it's still legal in other countries and i know in australia there are underground beds but sun tanning beds what are they called Mm. solariums Solariums. I cannot believe that people still use them yeah it's so shocking to me even just one use of a solarium increases your risk of skin cancer yeah so I just don't know why you would do
1: it it's worse than sun baking in the sun you know what I want to be a lot better with as well the nail uv lights yeah I was telling Kayla I want to get those gloves so every time I get my nails done my hands won't age yeah i won't get little spots just put like some
0: sunscreen on there's actually these really cute gloves that i was gonna get karen who works with us she wears driving gloves and they have them for driving but you can also use them for nail appointments Mm. as well because i'm pretty sure
1: the fingertips are cut out
0: yeah something to look into smart yeah (laughs) well should we go on to
1: our skin myths myths we shall my first myth is that a cool or a tingling sensation, or just kind of feeling your skincare working. I mm-hmm. say that with little quotation, quotation marks. marks. It means that the product is working. Yeah, which is a fact when you are using something like a like exfoliant or like a peel or something. But not with cleansers or serums in a sense. Yeah. Obviously depending on the ingredients. But I wanted to bring this one up because I used to believe that my cleanser from Biore, it was like this charcoal cleanser. And I loved it because I felt that like burn. that yeah, that yeah. cool tingling sensation. Yeah. Yeah which obviously wasn't doing anything but making my stripping skin sensitive. and Yeah, exactly, stripping it.
0: Yeah, I get this a lot when I was treating clients as well. They're like, I want to feel that burn. I'm yeah. like,
1: mm, do you? <laughs> like, it's not necessarily good
0: for your skin. Like, sure, you know, if you're doing like a chemical peel, like it's fine to feel that tingling. But if you don't need it, you don't need to feel that burn. Yeah. That and you sense, need yeah. to think
1: about like why are you feeling that? Yeah. Is it because your skin is sensitive or yeah. is it – you know, from a particular ingredient, like you're doing a glycolic acid peel where the actual molecules are getting into the skin and you're supposed to feel something. But if you're using like a cleanser, that is supposed to be just a charcoal, you know, cleanser (laughs) or or whatever.
0: Or even like a moisturizer. I know that sometimes like a moisturizer can sting my skin and like, "Mm, doesn't feel good, does it? Not for me.
1: Yeah, exactly. So be careful with that one. one (laughs) My next myth is that chemicals are bad for the skin or clean beauty is the way to go so I, sorry after I have to jump in <laughs> yeah. I
0: always am so shocked when I read things online and they're like I only like my sister especially she's like I'm only using clean products and I'm like you do realize there's chemicals in your clean products like yeah. a chemical isn't bad water is a chemical well, I was just about to say yeah. that
1: what is a chemical like yeah. almost everything around us is chemicals yeah I think it's the whole kind of labeling it as this thing that's going to be better for you and your yeah. health. yeah a lot of greenwashing with skincare. Yeah. yeah but you know everything is a chemical obviously things in moderation like even water going back to water too much water can be bad for you like yeah. so you just have to be careful with choosing your ingredients. I guess there are some ingredients that are good to stay away from your parabens your pegs stuff like that yeah. I would stay away
0: from but then also like parabens can be beneficial in yeah. skincare in my opinion because they help to like stabilize the product and yeah. things like that yeah. so I guess
1: it just kind of depends depends yeah. you know on the amount used and everything like why it's used to yeah. like I guess you know fragrance. A, and I guess yeah like, yeah add additional fragrances and things like that fragrance, would, yeah. even with alcohols as well when I was first learning about skin they're like oh you know alcohols are going to dry out your skin but some alcohols are actually used to stabilize things as well so yeah, we just or help have to, to understand penetrate the product Yes, yeah, you just have to understand why that ingredient is in the skincare yeah yeah
0: and what's your number three do you have three or
1: I have a lot <laughs> so this one is that jars or clear packaging is fine and all that matters is just the product that's inside and again depending on the product Things like vitamin C, for example, they have to be stabilised and they have to be kept out of the sun. So... Packaging actually really matters for products like that. A lot of serums, active skincare, you have to be really careful with how it's packaged, where you're actually keeping that product as well, making sure it's out of the sun, in a cool area, things like that.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realise if you're keeping like your skincare in your bathroom, if you're having like hot showers like morning night Mm. or if you're in front of a window and the sun is beaming in it, like you're probably...
1: You're breaking down that product and it's going to do more worse than good for your skin.
0: Exactly. It's wasting your money.
1: Don't do that. (laughs) Is that it? That's mine. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Well, I will jump into mine. So I feel like these three are probably, I mean, there's so many skincare myths, but these three are the most important to me and what I kind of always talk about to my clients is SPF in your makeup or your moisturizer is definitely not enough. I think you need approximately five mils, which is equivalent to one teaspoon to do your face and your neck and your ears. So I can guarantee you that if you're using foundation as your primary SPF you're not using five mils Mm. on your face
1: definitely not so I think
0: layering is always best like go in with your SPF and then go in with your makeup that has SPF and you're just going to get a little extra benefit touching on that is also not wearing SPF indoors Mm. or like when you're driving like I think it's really important like you know if you're sitting by a window if you're driving or if you're putting out your washing you're still getting that indirect sun exposure, which is causing UV damage in the skin. So I think it's just good practice to always wear SPF.
1: Yeah. And we know
0: that the sun is one of the leading causes of ageing, pigmentation, skin cancers. Mm -hmm. So why not protect your skin?
1: I wanted to jump on to what you were saying before with the makeup as well. A lot of my clients say that the texture of their SPF is what turns them off using it. Mm And there's just so much out there now. There's so many new products that have come out that sit so well under makeup. So don't let textures like, you know. Yeah,
0: because I think people are used to like, you know, um, when they're putting an SPF under their makeup, it like started to peel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it's always like, I guess, yeah, there's so many SPFs out there, but also letting your sunscreen sit before you apply your makeup is also a really good tip. Yeah. My second myth is people saying that water hydrates your skin and- I think this is something that I only recently learned in the past, I think, five years or something. It was a facialist in LA that was going on about this. But drinking water doesn't necessarily hydrate your skin. Whilst it's good for your body and, you know, helping your kidneys function properly and things like that, there's no studies to show that water hydrates your skin. Mm -hmm. And if you're suffering with dehydration, you're better off going in with things like ceramides, hyaluronic acid, squalene, things that will actually help hydrate topically so yeah
1: and also even like the supplements that you can get with the you know essential fatty acids yeah yeah so important for hydrating your skin or eating that like
0: eating like Mm. your fish nuts avocado and then if you can't get that through your diet then supplementing it um, that will definitely help with hydration yeah my last one is hygiene and acne this one is like a sore point for me because I remember scrolling through Facebook one day And this guy's Facebook status was so rude. It was like people with acne are so dirty that just clean your face and there was all this profanity in it. And I I was a Karen on Facebook. I was like, this is so wrong. It's so rude and so untrue. Like, no, that's not what causes acne. Mm. Like, sure, it probably doesn't help, but acne is such a complex skin condition and it's a result of excess sebum, accumulation of dead skin cells. It can um, be
1: genetic too. Inflammation, hormones,
0: stress, like so many things a contributing factor to acne yeah. and even with someone that has like an exceptional skincare routine that's targeted towards acne still might have acne yeah 100 so that's like a myth that makes me angry
1: yeah that's so rude <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that wraps up our podcast episode on skincare myths and scaries if you have any myths that you want debunked or any scaries that you want to share with us send us a message
1: Make sure to follow us on our socials. All the information will be in the description and make sure to leave us a review five stars only and we will see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.